0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. From the very first instance of his incarnation, the second person of the Most Holy Trinity assumed a complete humanity in the womb of the Virgin Mary. The Son of God became man, a true man. It means that he assumed body and soul in order to save us. He assumed body and soul, the totality of our nature in order to restore our nature in its totality. Because as Saint Athanasius says, what was not assumed was not healed. Only what is united with the divinity can be saved. So the Son of God assumes each one of the parts that compose in human nature in order to restore it completely, body and soul. Therefore, body and soul are destined to have eternal life. Not only the soul, But the soul and the body. The totality of our nature is called to share in the grace and in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. During the centuries, many heretics tried to deny this truth of our faith. They would say that the spirit was created by God, but the matter was created by the devil. In this way, the matter, the body, was evil in itself and could not share in any way in the life of the world to come. However, the Holy Church has always thought that God is the creator both of the invisible and the visible, of the spirit and the matter. And God made men a composition of one and other elements, body and soul. This is our nature, such as it was willed by God, our Creator. And it is this nature that Christ our Lord came to redeem us. But what happens with this nature when we die? Well, when we die, our souls will have to face the particular judgment of God. And if we die in a state of grace, we are saved forever, even though our souls may have to undergo some purification before entering into the glory of heaven. So grace is really necessary, it is essential, if we want to go to heaven. But if our souls will have to return to God, where they come from, in the same way our bodies will have to return to the ground, where they come from, Because we know that God formed the body of the first man from the dust of the ground. So this body that we cherish so much today will have to experience one day the corruption of the grave. However, they will not remain there forever. My brethren, we should know that at the end of time each soul shall be reunited with its body. At the sound of the last trumpet there will take place the resurrection of the body, when all men shall arise from the dead in order to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. All men shall arise, but not all men shall arise in the same way, because some will rise for eternal life and some for eternal death. The body will then come to share in the reward or chastisement of the soul. If the body and soul were united to lead the life of virtue, So body and soul will rejoice together in the reward of eternal life. But if body and soul were united to lead the life of sin, so body and soul will have to suffer the eternal fire of hell. Today, in the Holy Ghost, one man dead and dumb was brought before Jesus Christ, and our Lord deigned it to restore the physical senses of that man. This healing and all the other physical healings performed by the Lord should remind us of the dignity of the human body. Because oftentimes our understanding about the eternal destiny of man is incomplete, we forget that our body also is called to experience the power of the resurrection of Christ and eternal life and if our body has such high calling it has also grave responsibilities we are called to serve God with all that we have and all that we are soul and body in this way it, w- it would not be enough to serve God only with a part of ourselves. Some people think that religion is only spiritual and concerns only our soul. They say that religion has only to do with the heart and that God does not care about anything else. They say for example, that God does not care about the clothes you use, about the way you look, but I tell you that God does care about your modesty. because our body itself is called to be a temple of God. So I would like to invite you to think about the way you treat this temple of God. I would like to invite you to think about the way you dress. Is it to cover or to expose your body to dishonor or to honor God? And now I speak especially to the ladies. If our Blessed Mother would be here today Do you think truly that she would address like you right now? So, my brethren, it is time to think, and it's time to change. Because our love for God has to touch everything in our lives. We cannot want to remove anything from His domination. Because or He is the Lord of all. Or He is not the Lord at all. There is no halfway. And the same should be said about the intimacy of a married couple. You know, even this very personal domain has to be conformed to the law of God. Because we cannot say that we love God in our heart, if we dishonor him with our body. How can I say I love God when I serve the devil through impurity, through drunkenness, through immodesty? We cannot light two candles. We cannot serve to masters. So we have to choose. We have to remember that our body is sacred. It was consecrated in our baptism, in our confirmation, in every Holy Communion we receive. Our body belongs to God. And it has to serve God in the same way as our soul has to. St. Paul says, as you have used your members to serve uncleanness and iniquity until iniquity, so now, now use your members to serve justice until sanctification. Therefore, your body has to be an instrument of good work and not an instrument of sin. And because faith teaches us that the final destiny of our body is not dust but resurrection. The Holy Church has always been against the pagan practice of cremation. It means that even after our death, our bodies deserve care and respect. And that's why the traditional Christian practice is to repose the dead body in the ground, like we plant a seed, in expectation of the resurrection to come. These is are safe, and cremation is not a part of it, and has to be avoided whenever possible. Yes, my brethren, our faith has many implications. It means that it's not enough to come to church and say, I believe in God. But we also need to put into practice in our everyday life what God asks from us. We have to stop serving God only halfway, but we should strive to be holy in body and soul. And the best help we can have in this regard is the Most Holy Eucharist. Because this Blessed Sacrament is given as a remedy for the soul as well as for the body. Each Holy Communion we receive gives us the strength we need in order to accomplish the will of God and be faithful. It gives the grace of God to our soul And it also prepares our bodies for the resurrection of the last day, placing in us the seed of immortality. Each Holy Communion we receive, worthily, will make us share in a higher degree of glory in heaven. So let us honor God with all that we have and all that we are, soul and body. Let us not try to remove any fear of our life from His domination, but let us surrender everything. Because, or He is the Lord of all. Or he's not the Lord at all and we are just pretending to be disciples of Jesus Christ so let us pray that it's not the case for any one of us